بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقرارا به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أما بعد طبتم وطاب سعيكم وممشاكم وتبوأتم جميعا من الجنة منزلا وأسأل الله سبحانه وتعالى الكريم العظيم بمنه وكرمه وفضله أن يبارك لكم في هذا الشهر المبارك وأن يفتح علينا وعليكم من النفحات الإيمانية والرحمة, والرحمة والمغفرة اللهم آمين Our dear respected viewers of Newcastle Fast FM, welcome again. And Wallah is very beautiful, alhamdulillah, to be back after uh, a short break. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he blesses the brothers in Newcastle Fast FM for their continuous amazing effort in spreading Islam. And we are back again, walillahi alhamd, in this beautiful month where we start. And the best time to start again and to start fresh, alhamdulillah, is to, first, to start in the month of Ramadan. And here with a new classes, inshallah, throughout the month on Tuesday, bidnillah, at, at the time 7 uh, o'clock with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's permission, uh, uh, where a little stream, we called it stream Islam where we'll be talking about some matters in Ramadan and maybe taking some of the stories from some of the Sahaba and the Tabi'een to re-energize re ourselves and to keep ourselves uh, pumped up in regards to doing more good deeds and keep ourselves uh, going in this blessed month of Ramadan. So there is no laziness that can hit us. There is no uh, 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 weakness that can befall us in this beautiful month, month of Al-Jood, the month of uh, generosity, as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to be. And as it came in the hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas, the companion, radiallahu an, he used to say, كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أجود الناس وكان أجود ما يكون في رمضان that the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, your messenger, your teacher, your role model, he used to be the most generous. And the most generous he used to be is in the month of Ramadan. And therefore his generosity is generosity of ibadah and generosity of finance as well. Doesn't mean only he used to do zakah or sadaqah or financial giving. Rather his, his, his generosity included all forms of worship. Generosity in Qiyamul Layl and in night prayer generosity in reading the Qur'an, generosity in learning and teaching. The angel Jibreel, he used to study the Qur'an with the Prophet and teach him the meaning and the understandings and the tafsir of the Qur'an and, and, and its meaning and its pronunciation. And in the last year, where the, the year that the Prophet left this dunya and 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 uh, passed away angel jibril 
درس النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم القرآن مرتين. He did, he recited and read and recapped the Quran with the Prophet وسلم, and they revised the Quran together twice in the last year where the Prophet وسلم, passed away. Imagine this teachings and this uh, uh, amazing uh, uh, example from the Prophet وسلم, that he is setting to his ummah, he is teaching to his ummah so they can follow. Either be it from the Quran, either be it from the Qiyamul Layl and the Taraweeh and the night prayer, either be it from the charities, either be it from the other uh, other forms of ibadat like izadkar and so on. The Muslim should be taking advantage of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in this regard. And know dear Muslim, subhanAllah, that the people are of two kinds in this beautiful month. Alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The people are of two kinds in the month. Sinfanun minan nasi fi Ramadan. Two kinds of people and two types of people. Sinfun muwaffaq fi hada shahr al-mubarak. Wa sinfun makhdul. A type of people, they are successful. And they take in the opportunity. And a type of people that are not successful, sadly. And they have not taken the opportunity. And we can, in simple terminology, call them losers in the month of Ramadan. The Prophet وسلم, told us who are these losers. And he tells us in a scary hadith that is narrated in Sunan al-Tirmidhi from the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu an, where he said, رَغِمَ أَنْفُ رَجُلٍ دَخَلَ عَلَيْهِ رَمَضَانِ ثُمَّ انْسَلَخْ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُغْفَرَ لَهِ May the soil of a person be soiled and basically, in a sense, humiliated in the sand and in the soil. May the nose of somebody be humiliated in the soil or in the sand. It is an Arabic statement that the Arabs used to make, not out of meanness or hatred, but rather out of seriousness. They would like to make you focus when... They are mentioning the, 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 the advice to you. So the Prophet said, May the nose of somebody be soiled in a, a, a ground. Ramadan. Ramadan has entered upon him. He has done the month of Ramadan. Or he is in the month of Ramadan. But he didn't do something different, subhanAllah. And then after that, The month of Ramadan has finished. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته جزاكم الله خير توفو الله bless you for your beautiful message and we say اللهم أمين to your beautiful دعاء for everybody for yourself for your family and that everybody that can hear us may Allah سبحانه وتعالى make us from those who in this beautiful days are from those who are saved from the hellfire اللهم أمين uh, uh, so in this hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he tells us that a person, the month of Ramadan happens in front of him, and he doesn't take advantage from it. And then the month of Ramadan finishes, qabla an and he didn't be, uh, he wasn't forgiven from Allah subhanahu wa taala. And in another hadith, the hadith of uh, the, uh, the hadith where Angel Jibril came to the Prophet وسلم, and the Prophet وسلم, was going on top of the member, the pulpit where the khatib stands. 
So the Prophet ﷺ was going on top of the first step. And then he said, Ameen. And then he went on top of the second step. And then he said, Ameen. And then he went up on top of the third step. And then he said, Ameen. So the Sahaba were confused and they asked, Oh, Messenger of Allah, why did you say Ameen? He said, Angel Jibreel came to me and he made three du'as. And, the, and, and one of these du'as, he said, May the person be casted, the one who reaches the month of Ramadan. And the month of Ramadan finishes and he hasn't taken advantage from it. Say, Ameen, O Muhammad. So the Prophet said, Ameen. The Ahlul Ilm, the people of knowledge, they said, Ma baluka bidu'a'in min Jibreel wal-ladhi yu'amminu huwa nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-ameen. How about a dua that Angel Jibreel makes the dua? The best of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, Angel Jibreel, one of the best of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. Alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And the one who's saying ameen to the dua is the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Dear Muslim, how do you think how that powerful du that dua is? How powerful is that dua? Man, that dua is extremely powerful. Angel Jibreel is the one that's making it. And Muhammad Alayhi Salatu Wasalam is the one that is saying ameen to this dua. A person has the opportunity to take advantage in the month of Ramadan and he's not taking advantage. Dear Muslim, there are only 30 days. What are you doing? Wallahi, if a person looks at the amount of time that he, he wastes in, 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 in throughout his life, he will be shocked. And, and, and there is a survey that tells you in, in, uh, that subhanAllah, that uh, the, uh, the hours that a person sleeps, if we calculate them through the year, they could come into years. They could come into years. The person, the amount of hours, subhanAllah, that the person is sleeping, they could come to years. And all we need from those hours, subhanAllah, is a few hours to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the 24 hours that you have in a day or the 365 days that you have. You can't take 30 days for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for your own self, dear Muslim, because this is an investment for you before it's an investment for anybody else. Dear Muslim, the types of people in this month are two. A muwaffaq, somebody that is successful, and a makhdul, somebody that is loser, and he did not take advantage. Ask yourself, which one are you going to be? Me, which one am I going to be? Us, which one are we going to be? Which category are we going to go towards? The muwaffaq side and the successful side, or the makhdul and the loser side? And this is up to you and up to what you do, dear Muslim. Dear Muslim, the fasting is an opportunity from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that came to do to you to uh, 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 forgive your sins. Imagine where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us in this beautiful, uh, in, 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 in many beautiful hadith that you have an opportunity for your sins to be forgiven. You have opportunity for your sins to be forgiven. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in a hadith from uh, Abi Huraira radiallahu an, he says, Kullu, uh, uh, in a hadith Qudsi, Kullu amal ibn Adam lah illa sawm fa innahu li wa ana ajzibih. The Prophet sallallahu tells us a hadith directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning a hadith Qudsi, that he says, or oh, uh, oh, 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 basically, or oh, human, you have to understand that every the action, every good deed from the son of Adam is for him. Meaning any ibadah you do for your own self, except fasting, it is for me. 
and I'm the one who will reward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to you, I will reward uniquely, separately to all the other ibadat for this ibadah, the ibadah of fasting. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala distinguish and separate the ibadah of fasting and said he will reward to it accordingly and the other ibadat there in a different category which a person will be rewarded about. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kind of examples the all the other ibadat there for him, for your own self, meaning you're working for your own. But the fasting is unique for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because the essence of ikhlas, because of sincerity, the purity of sincerity that you find in the ibadah of fasting. The ibadah and the worship of fasting is different to the other ibadat. A person can be hypocrite in his salah. A person can be showing off and hypocrite in his uh, uh, zakah or any other type of ibadah. But the ibadah of, 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 of fasting, it has ikhlas in every shape or form. It has sincerity in every shape or form. It's different. It is unique. Look at this. Imagine you're alone in the kitchen by yourself in a hot day and nobody can see you. No single human soul is around with you. And you have the opportunity to open the fridge and eat whatever you want to eat in the day of Ramadan. But you don't do this because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you not to. Nobody can see you, but you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can see you. You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you that you're not allowed to eat and drink in the day of Ramadan. So you don't do it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you. Now, for example, and the other ibadat like salah and the other thing, a person, if for example, nobody's allowed, uh, around him, he might not pray. He might not give zakah. He only does it in front of the people to show that he's doing it for showing off and so on. But other, the fasting, you can't show off. You can't show off with fasting. It's different. Yeah. You can say to a person you're fasting. But in the reality, you might not be fasting. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. So this is not, it's not going to count. So subhanallah, because of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala singled and made this ibadah of fasting unique. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this beautiful, amazing hadith Qudsi that I would like from everybody to memorize and to learn and to keep with them all the time. He said, uh, 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 Allah is now kind of giving us more detail of understanding of this reasoning for separating uh, fasting and any action, any good deed that you do is the minimum that you get for it is 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 uh, uh, in regards to uh, uh, ajr, in regards to reward is ten. The minimum for any ibadah, one good deed is you get you get ten folds in regards to good deeds and in regards to ajr and reward, and then. It can go up to 700, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran and in this hadith. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well can multiply more than 700. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases for whomever he wills, for whatever he wills, meaning the amount and the number according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wants to give you infinity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you that, subhanallah. So look how amazing this is. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Okay, so except fasting, except fasting, fasting is unique. Then it is for me, meaning for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And 
I will reward to, to, to this fasting accordingly, separate to the other ibadat. And the reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَتْرُكُ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ وَشَهْوَتَهُ مِنْ أَجْلِ Because he left his food and he left his drink and he, he the eating and the drinking and he left his lusts and desires because for, for, for my sake, to, to, to make to please me. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for for doing this will reward you greatly, dear Muslim. And uh, uh, the, the in, in another narration of this hadith, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Yada'u at-ta'am min ajli. He leaves food for, for, for my sake. Wayada'u sharaba min ajli, and he leaves drink for my sake. And he leaves his lusts and desires for my sake. And he leaves his wife, meaning he doesn't have relations with his wife during the day of Ramadan for my sake. And for this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you immensely, uh, dear Muslim. So this ibadah of fasting, dear Muslim, it is a ibadah where it needs sabr. It needs patience from us. And the sabr, as the people of knowledge, they explain and mention, it is divided into three types. Sabrun ala ta'a wal ibadat, wa sabrun ala al-ma'asi wal munkarat, wa sabrun ala aqdarillahi al-mu'lima. There is a patience on worship, on types of worship that you have, meaning when you do the worship, sometimes some worships are difficult or some worships are hard. Uh, okay, like this worship that we're doing, fasting. This worship of fasting that we do, subhanAllah, is hard because you're staying hungry for the whole day uh, almost or for 18 hours almost. So it is hard, but we get rewarded for it. So we do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it necessitates from us Patience. It needs patience from us. So we have patience when it comes to ibadah and worship. The other type of uh, uh, patience that we have in our ibadah is salat al-tarawih. Eight long rak'at that we have to do. And so, so a person has to be patient in regards to these long uh, uh, tarawih prayers. And therefore, and, and these night prayers that a person does after hajjud and qiyamul layl. It is difficult, but a person becomes patient in regards to completing them. Completing the whole Quran as it is the, the, uh, the, the uh, favorable action for a person uh, to do. Completing the whole Quran in a month, minimum of one time if you can. But you should be following and increasing and adding to that, to, to, to that one completion of the Quran that you do. It, it, it was mentioned, subhanAllah, the likes of Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, one of the heads of the four schools of thought and the madahib, Imam Muhammad ibn Dris al-Shafi'i, rahimahullah, he used to finish the Qur'an 60, 60, 60 times in the month of Ramadan. 60 times. Meaning he would finish the Qur'an, he would finish the Qur'an twice each day. He would complete the Quran from Surah Al-Fatiha till Surah Qul A'udhu Bi Rabbin Nas twice in a whole day, subhanAllah. Meaning his whole day is revolving around this ibadah. Either be it they're praying taraweeh, either be it they are uh, 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 reading uh, the Quran. And it was mentioned from the Sahaba and at the, uh, at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and after the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
they used to read the Quran and they used to read in the Salah and in the Rak'ah. Uh, in each Rak'ah, they would read up to 200 ayat. 200 ayat, that's close to almost Surah Al-Baqarah. Almost Surah Al-Baqarah, they try to finish it in one Rak'ah or in two Rak'ahs if they want to divide it and make it easy for them. To extent it was mentioned that a person from them, he will sometimes have to lean on a walking stick because of the lengthness of the prayer in the Taraweeh or the night prayer. They would be leaning on a walking stick because it was too lengthy, it was too long. And they would have had patience, they didn't complain, subhanAllah. Imagine this is where we need to reach, dear Muslim. So the question for yourself again is, are you ready to be from those who are muwaffaqeen, those who are successful in this month, or those who are makhdulin and they are losers and didn't take advantage of this month? Are you going to be from those who the uh, angels, when they say to them in the hadith of the Prophet wasallam that an angel will come, and he will say to the people uh, uh, at the beginning, at the first day of uh, uh, Ramadan, the Prophet وسلم, said in hadith in, in, in Sunan al-Tirmidhi from the hadith of Abu Hurairah, he said that إِذَا كَانَتْ أَوَّلُ لَيْلَةٍ مِّنْ رَمَضَانِ When it is the first night of Ramadan, صُفِّدَتْ مَرَدَةُ الْجَانِ The jinns and the shayateen are locked up and chained. وَيَقُولُ مُنَادِي and and a caller, and the scholar said this caller is from the angels who will call and he says, Ya al khairi aqbil. Oh, you who wants to do good deeds, welcome. This is your opportunity. Start picking your sleeves up. When you know, like when a person picks his sleeves up, he is serious. Yeah, when you want to go and do wudu, you 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 pick up your sleeve, you roll up your sleeve because you're getting ready. You're getting ready. Okay, and also when you want to do hard work or something like that, you pick up your sleeve as well. And the same thing here, the angel is saying to you, Ya baghi al khairi aqbil, yani aqbil ala fi'l al khairat, aqbil ala fi'l al ta'at, aqbil ala fi'l al ashia alati turdi allaha subhanahu wa ta'ala ank. Oh, you the one who wants to do good, oh, you who good person. Or you who want to be successful, welcome. And this is your opportunity. And get ready and, and be ready to uh, roll up your sleeves and prepare yourself for this amazing opportunity. An opportunity for khair, to gain as much as you can, to collect as much as you can. An opportunity of making Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala happy. An opportunity where your iman can increase because of the good deeds that you do. An opportunity of multifold and multiple of rewards you can gain as if it is easy to gain. And subhanallah, then the Prophet وسلم, says, the caller will also say to you, وَيَا بَاغِيَ الشَّرِّ And oh, who wants to do bad deed and you want to do evil, this is not your time, this is not your place, this is not even the time for you. Calm down and halt and stop. And, and 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 think about it and return and and go back to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and understand subhanallah dear Muslim that from the first thing that we should prepare ourselves and be ready with in Ramadan is 
qalilan qalilan that we should train our soul and train ourselves to remove sins and to to remove the sins that is in ourselves and the evil in ourselves and also prepare ourselves to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala small by small little by little meaning that a person in order for him to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala majority of the time two big things happen to him okay either he gets encouraged or he gets as well uh, uh, um, basically somebody tells him information and then he accepts this information to you all somebody tells him information or gives him the facts and he accepts the facts okay but somebody uh, as well in another way of returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we see these cases a lot is that somebody for example uh, somebody an accident happened to him an accident happened to him so he returns back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a big event in his life like the passing away of his mother the passing away of his father the passing away of his uh, family member child or something like that wife or like a big event a shock in his life that makes him return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he either falls in wrong and something happens and serious or a car crash or illness or something like that it makes him return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he either gets told and he gets given to the fact and he accepts these facts so he becomes a person that is muqtana, he accepts it and he agrees with it. Or he becomes a person that needs a shock in his life in order to bring him back. The month of Ramadan is the first type where it is the facts are given to you and the information is given to you and you're the one who wants to take advantage or not. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to you, I'm going to reward you more than any other ibadah. So what are you waiting for? Why is this laziness, dear Muslim? And the Prophet وسلم, is saying to you, the angels are telling you, welcome, this is your opportunity of collection. This is your opportunity of getting as much as you can from good deeds. So why are you being lazy? Why are you sitting down and not doing nothing? Or you're distracting yourself and you're making the distractions come to you from left, right and center. Okay? And, 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 and therefore, the example of the people in Ramadan, like an example which I'm going to mention to you now. Imagine a person goes into a big castle, a big, big, big castle. Okay, this castle is one of the best in the whole world, decorated beautifully. Okay, and they say to you there is a competition that is happening within this castle. Okay, this competition, okay, is a competition of collecting diamonds. And they put a big diamond pile of diamonds in front of you and they put the diamonds around the house and around this castle. You have to collect as much as you can. The winner is the one that brings the most diamonds back. Okay. The people in this dunya in general and in the month of Ramadan are like three types of people in this competition. The first type of person in this competition is the one that goes inside this castle, okay? And he knows what his job, okay? They say to him, your job is to get as much diamonds as you can, okay? So he, he has the instructions. He has the information, okay? As soon as they, let's say, blow the whistle and the competition starts and they say, ready, steady, go. 
and he goes inside he gets distracted by the beauty of the castle he gets distracted by the luxuriousness of this castle the luxuries the chandeliers the decoration the, the 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 gold chair the gold handle this and that the beautiful window and and the massiveness of this castle is something that i never seen oh and he gets distracted until the whistle is blown again and then he remembers and he focuses and he says oh no i didn't collect anything what's going to happen to this person he's going to come out a loser from this competition and he's going to walk out empty-handed without anything, no diamonds, no nothing. And the same a person in this world, he's like this, you've been given opportunity to make uh, many, many rewards, but a person forgets and he doesn't get, and he doesn't do anything with the rewards that is in front of him because he's distracted by Zinat al-Hayat al-Dunya, the distractions of this adornments of this life. Allah says in the Quran, الدنيا, that children and wealth, they are distractions. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Al-Hakum uh, Al-Takathir that people in this dunya are in reality distracted. Many, many people are distracted. He says, Al-Hakum Al-Takathir, increase in money, running after money, running after dunya, running after children, uh, and so on, distracted you from the main purpose. The main purpose is to collect as many good deeds in this dunya as you need. To prepare for the provision for this journey. When a person from us goes on a journey, he prepares his luggage, his toothpaste, his to even the smallest, his shoes, his socks, his clothes, and, and everything. Even some people, they'll probably have a travel iron, small travel iron. They won't forget anything because he's getting himself ready for this journey, for this trip. He can't go to the strip empty-handed. The same in this dunya, dear Muslim, you need to prepare. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Prepare, get provision from this dunya. And the best provision that you can get from this dunya is taqwa, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is manifested in a smaller version of the Ramadan as well through your fasting, dear Muslim. The Prophet وسلم, he reminds us that this dunya is distracting, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us that this dunya is distraction. That's why the Prophet وسلم, he says to the companion, he's young, Abdullah ibn Abbas, take advantage of five matters before five matters happen to you. And from it, your good health before your old age. And this is applies to the month of Ramadan. You have opportunity, dear Muslim, in the month of Ramadan, whilst you're healthy, whilst you're strong, whilst you're capable. Imagine your granddad, imagine your old dad that is old elder in age. He's not capable of fasting anymore. Uh, but he wants to fast, but he's not capable of fasting because of the old age. But you, Allah blessed you with health. Allah blessed you with, with, with strength. You're capable of fasting. Take that advantage and take this opportunity of good reward that you can gain and collect. Your health age, your young age and your health, take advantage that now you can easily pray eight rak'at, long rak'at. You can easily pray this taraweeh prayer because you're not feeling and not worrying about your joints and your pain. But imagine 
your older uncle, your older father, your older grandfather. They're not. They're either sitting in the chair. They're either sitting in the chair or they're not capable of praying anymore. So this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you, dear Muslim, that you can take advantage. You can take advantage with this beautiful month of Ramadan. Don't be like the person that went into the castle and he lost everything in regards to this competition and he came out of the castle and he didn't bring anything back with him. The second type of person, dear Muslim, the second type of person in this competition, he goes inside the castle and they blow the whistle for this competition. And he goes in and he's ready to collect as many di diamonds uh, uh, for this competition, but he gets distracted a little bit but he, and he focuses a little bit more. So he collects a little bit, but then a beautiful decoration distracts him. A beautiful food distracts him. Beautiful chandelier distracts him. Gold over there distracts him. Silver over there distracts him. So he's getting a little bit from both. He's distracted and at the same time becomes focused. Distracted and he becomes focused. And this is the one that sometimes uh, uh, is, 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 is sometimes he's a little bit up and a little bit down. He's in the middle. And then the third final person in the category of this competition, he is the one that goes ready, focused on what he needs to do. He already set his goals. He already set his goals. He, my goal is to collect as, money, as much as I can. And I'm not going to get distracted by anything. He goes inside this competition. They blow the whistle, ready, steady. And he goes inside. He collects as much as he can. He keeps his focus and he comes back because he knows the goal and the winning out of all of this competition is the, the amount of diamonds that you're going to br br bring. And the same thing with fasting, dear Muslim. The same thing with fasting. You either go in in Ramadan and you sometimes get distracted and you let the thieves of Ramadan distract you from this beautiful month. You let the thieves of Ramadan, there are people that are, and there are things that are thieving your fast, thieving your reward, thieving your Ramadan from you. And you're just sitting there and you're letting them take everything from in front of you. And in reality, a person, if somebody tries to take your own property, or something that you worked hard to get, you won't let them. So why are you letting them do this to you in Ramadan? How could I uh, How could I lose the reward for myself in fasting? And how can somebody thieve my fasting? You could do that by watching something haram in the TV or you're listening to the music. They're thieving the reward that you have. They're thieving the reward. There is a common misconception here that we have to clarify that many people think that listening to music or watching haram breaks your fast actually like how you drink water in the middle of the day of Ramadan. No, that's not the case. If you listen to music, your Ramadan is still going or your fasting rather we say is still going, but the rewards are lessened. The rewards are lessened. And at the same time, if you watch something haram, your fast in itself is not broken, but the rewards are lessened, subhanAllah. And you committed the sin. And that's why the scholars, subhanAllah, they say, as there are uh, uh, many opportunities of multiplication, there are times where the rewards are multiplied. And there are times where as well, uh, or there are places actually, the rewards are multiplied. Meaning in Mecca, the prayer in Mecca compared to any other prayer is multiplied to 100,000. The prayer in anywhere other than Mecca compared to Mecca is multiplied by 100,000.
So the scholar said the same thing is the correct the opposite as well. Meaning if a person commits sin in Mecca, also that sin, subhanAllah, is severe and serious. So you get lots of sins. So a person, they were mentioned, subhanAllah, some of the tabi'een and the sahaba, look how they understood this matter seriously when they were in Mecca. Some of the tabi'een and the sahaba especially, when they went to Umrah, or they wanted to do something in regards to Hajj Umrah, they just do what they need to do and they will leave Mecca straight away. Because they were scared if they committed a sin inside Mecca, because it's a place where the rewards are multiplied a lot, they feared that the sins could be multiplied a lot. So they kind of were scared and very, very careful and wary. And dear Muslim, this opportunity of Ramadan is the, the rewards are multiplied as well. Also, that you have to be careful where the sins, subhanAllah, are very severe in this month as well. Because otherwise, you're either going to be from those who are not written down to be saved from the hellfire. The Prophet ﷺ mentions in the hadith that we mentioned, Allah, that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَلِلَّهِ عُتَقَاءٌ مِّنَ النَّارِ وَذَلِكَ فِي كُلِّ لَيْلَةٍ And Allah has people that he saves from the hellfire, he saves their necks from the hellfire every single day in the month of Ramadan. Why can't you be from those with the good deeds that you have done, dear Muslim? Also, as well, the Prophet ﷺ tells us that this is the opportunity that, subhanAllah, you will be from the greatest losers if you didn't take opportunity of the month of Ramadan. And therefore, you will be like the one who nose is being soiled in the, in, in, in the ground and his nose is being humiliated in the ground because he didn't take advantage. Unlike in the hadith of Jibreel and the dua of Jibreel, you will be casted and pushed away from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, dear Muslim, be careful not to be from that category and be from those who take advantage of this beautiful month and that are ready rolling up their sleeve to do everything in regards to this month to take advantage of them our final nasaih inshallah we're coming towards the end of our reminder so i'm going to give you some bullet points of nasaih and reminders and the first dear muslim is that you need to prepare you need to prepare dear muslim you need to prepare like how you prepare for anything. Many of you, do you know, a, a successful person, he doesn't become successful if he's not organized. A successful person doesn't become successful if he's not organized. Also, a person, if he wants to take advantage of the month of Ramadan and, the, and take advantage of good deeds in the month of Ramadan, he can't do that unless he becomes a person that organizes his uh, Ramadan. This is today the first day. Start putting a schedule and start putting a timetable and start putting a plan for yourself of how you're gonna do the month of Ramadan. And I'm gonna give you a, a, a good advice that worked for myself personally and it should work for every Muslim as well, okay? Treat Ramadan in three sections, okay? Treat Ramadan in three sections. The first 10 days, the middle 10 days, and the last 10 days, okay? After you finish each of these sections, the first section from the first day, from the first to the second, put a schedule, 10 days schedule, okay? I'm gonna read Quran that amount to finish the Quran. If you wanna finish a Quran in, in the whole of Ramadan once, then you read one juz a day. If you wanna finish the Quran twice, then you read two juz a day, okay? And you keep on going like that and so on. 
you dedicate an hour or two hours of your time after Salatul Fajr, before uh, in this time of Asr till Maghrib, you dedicate it for reading the Quran. You dedicate it to sit down with your family and children and to go through uh, uh, some of the hadith and some of the reminders in regards to the month of Ramadan as well. You go through an Islamic book that brings you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or to his messenger. Okay, how about also you read a page from the Quran with this translation and with the tafsir as well, and you go to a simple, easy tafsir, like the tafsir of Imam Sa'di, rahimahullah ta'ala, a simple tafsir that can be found in the internet that has been translated into English, or one of the most famous tafsir, like the tafsir of Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah ta'ala. Or even if you don't have this availability and everything, alhamdulillah, is available PDF on the internet nowadays, you can at least the minimum understand the explanation, the basic explanation, the translation of the meaning of the Quran through the English translation. So at least it brings you closer towards understanding the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then like that, the sweetness of Ramadan becomes more sweet and more beautiful because now you're understanding the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those 10 days after they finish, khalas, fold that page and, and move on to the next. And this is so you don't be from those who become lazy and the momentum and the energy in the month of Ramadan dies out through the middle. What happens to many people, I'm going to read, I'm going to do this the first day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day, and khalas, it keeps on going slower, slower, and slower, and slower, and slower. And that's why the Prophet sallallahu says in a hadith from Aisha radiallahu anha, أَحَبُّ الدِّينِ إِلَى اللَّهِ أَدْوَمُهُ وَإِنْ أَوْ أَحَبُّ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَى اللَهِ أَدْوَمُهَا وَإِنْ That the most beloved action to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that is continuous, consecutive, regular, even if it's a small, small, small. Meaning if you dedicate yourself and you put a schedule to yourself, don't say, oh, I want to finish the Quran this amount of time and you don't do anything, subhanallah. A person comes and he says, I want to finish the Quran five times in Ramadan and he hasn't touched the Quran from last Ramadan. We have to be realistic sometimes as well. So you put a schedule for yourself. You say today, I'm going to read this amount. I've got a schedule. Like how you do a schedule for university studies. Like how you do a schedule for your other daily plans as well. Every single one of us has daily plans. At this time, four o'clock, I need to go and pick up the kids. After four o'clock, I need to drop them off at the, uh, at the uh, after school club. And then after that, pick them. And then after that, go and cook dinner. And So you have a schedule. Why don't you add some Islamic elements into your schedule? Part of your schedule in Ramadan, you got the Taraweeh with the Masjid. If you're allowed to go to the Masjid and you're capable of going to the Masjid, otherwise you're praying your Taraweeh at home and you're doing the Ibadah at home with the Quran and with other other uh, various good deeds, you have organized those 10 days. Those 10 days finish, you start fresh, new, new mentality, new, fresh opportunity in the middle 20 days and then you move on in the last 20 in the last 10 days as well uh, in the last 10 days this is where the energy is needed dear muslim this is where the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to be more energetic he used to be more doing an ibadah كان يوقد أهلا. The Prophet ﷺ used to do make Qiyamul and he would wake up his family and he used to prepare himself. And as a person says, he would roll up his sleeve in regards to seriousness that he showed in the last 10 days of Ramadan because of the amazing opportunity that a person can get in the last 10 days, which is Laylatul Qadr. A night that if you catch it, uh, it's equivalent to a thousand months in reward. And these thousand months are equivalent to 83 years of ibadah. 
an opportunity that cannot you cannot be neglected and don't be from those who also follow uh, uh, a slight misconception and a slight understanding of saying that our uh, 27th night is the only night for Laylatul Qadr. No, dear Muslim, it's mentioned and it came in different narrations, inshallah, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ability to, to talk about it in detail in the next series, inshallah, in the next lesson, is that it came on the 25th at the time of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu 25th night, it came on the 23rd night. And also, uh, uh, subhanallah, if the month is not complete, meaning if we have 20 days, then the even days in the last 10 days, they become the ones that are odd. And if we have 30 days, then the, then the odd days, they stay the same. But if we have a day missing, and we can't tell that until the end of the month of Ramadan. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the uh, Laylatul Qadr and the night of power and decree uh, moving each year and each time it moves and not specific and not known exactly 100%. And the only way you will know it from its signs, except after the Fajr is gone, meaning after the day khalas is finished and the now the sun rises, then subhanallah, it is done for that reason. So you can take advantage of the last 10 days. So nobody can be lazy and fully focuses on one day from the last 10 days. Rather, he will be able to focus on all of the 10 days uh, uh, throughout the last 10 days of Ramadan and he focuses on throughout his whole Ramadan as well. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he gives us the opportunity to be from those who take advantage in the month of Ramadan and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward you all with Jannatul Firdaus for taking the time out and listening. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us always meet on beautiful meetings. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one that he united us over this beautiful podcast through uh, uh, Newcastle Fast FM and th new, th through the series of Ramadan Stream Islam. Uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us meet in Jannat al-Firdaus. Allahumma ameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward the brothers in Newcastle Fast FM for their amazing effort throughout the month of Ramadan and throughout the whole year as well. So we advise you to support, inshallah, to support uh, uh, Newcastle Fast FM by subscribing and, and also uh, uh, donating, inshallah, so they're capable of uh, benefiting more Muslims as well. And also uh, you, you, you help the brothers in Islamic Diversity uh, Center up north as well. You check their website uh, where they're doing many efforts for the reverts as well. And we advise you, inshallah, to attend the lessons and the classes of all of the teachers throughout the month of Ramadan so they can be an alternative for you from the time-wasting movies or Netflix or this or that. No, don't distract yourself with the TikTok. Don't distract yourself with the WhatsApp. Distract yourself with khair. Distract yourself with goodness. Distract yourself with good deeds in a good way, like attending lectures and benefits and reminders. Barakallahu feekum all. And it was very nice, alhamdulillah, to be again with you with all the regular viewers. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless you all. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa tubu ilayk. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward you with Jannat al-Firdaus. Remember to make dua in this beautiful time before Maghrib, before Iftar, during Iftar, and to follow the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu by breaking your Iftar according to his Sunnah. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.